Today's episode brought to you by the D4. Fucking Caltrops. Hi everyone, welcome to another week of Stay A While and Listen. Uh, again, we're going to break quarantine, gather in a group of three, and welcome everybody into our nerdy slice of what the hell we're doing. We uh, are such rebels. All three of us. Yeah, all, all three of us. And those three people are myself, Brian, Riff, Candace, and no fucking Matt, you coward. No, uh, G- joining us in this he, spot. <laughs> given he does have a valid reason, he deals more with the healthcare system and is going in and out of locations. He died from COVID-19. He did not die from COVID-19. The experiment was like Okay. Uh, but then we'd have to actually fake the <laughs> noises and just dub that over the rest of all of the times that he would be talking in any episode. No, so Matt has good. a real job where he deals with uh, entering and exiting uh, nursing healthcare homes facilities. and healthcare facilities. Yeah. So for his own personal sake, he'd rather not be here. And while I'm trying to set us up for remote, we're not quite there yet. So instead, joining us in that third seat, we have... <laughs> My wonderful ni- wife, Natasha, is back uh, dealing with us. We already mentioned your name last week. Don't yeah, look at me like that. She's adorable and she knows it. Giving me the eyes. <laughs> oh, come on. She's doing the I'm cute dance. You damn know she's doing she the cute, damn cute dance. <sighs> so, uh, this week, instead of really having a dedicated topic, I thought we'd kind of just, we you know, bullshit. put something out there and <laughs> put something out there to entertain you. Maybe talk about some of what we're doing during this quarantine. Definitely have some a little bit of a... Uh, Positive, uplifting things to get your mind off of, oh, everything's dead and dying and the dead shall walk the earth. Oh, wait, it's because we live in Texas, not because of quarantine. (laughs) Well, I mean... I still say if we're going to have a zombie apocalypse, I want the slow, retarded zombies, not the fast ones. I will admit, I'm not 100% okay with cardio. We don't call them retarded zombies. That's mean. We call them judgmentally impaired. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all the zombies out there that got offended by me calling you a retard. And I apologize. I was going to say, if you play Seven Days to Die, there are actually different designations of zombies. Like, you have the runners, you have irradiated zombies. Um, But there is, like, a specific designation at least within that game for just slow zombie you know what's i think they're called shamblers i'm pretty sure they're called shamblers you know left for dead had a lot of good ones too like the shrieker and uh, what have you where they had them all divided by types or or we could just watch Shaun of the dead Damn, over Skippy. and over again all the tropes yes love that definitely a love letter to zombie movies good, good fucking movie the winchester we can't go to the Winchester. That's more than ten people. We hide out in the dungeons. <laughs> but do you have the chains set up yet? She won't let me buy them yet. I'm wearing her down. What do you think, Sasha? Puppy face. Chains. A couple master locks. 
a masonry grill bit, and I have the masonry grill bit already. With sticks and stones may break my bones. We can launch chains excite me. So yes, I guess I'll cave you two. We can get chains. We can have whips, but I was gonna say we can line the cuffs with leather. So think it should be fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll save a fuzzy pair just for you. All right, I get to make a trip to the hardware store. <laughs> Damn, I sound like the jockey nerd again. Power tools. <laughs> oh come on, who doesn't love plow power tools? I don't care who you are. I love power tools. I got to use the first my first yeah. time. Did you hear what I almost said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she I saved you. Use, I got to use my very first power tool last year. I was helping out a uh, a volunteer project. We were building a ramp for uh, a lady that needed it. She was going to a wheelchair. She just couldn't make it up her stairs anymore on the mobile home. And they had a power center. Ooh. I felt so awesome. Was it was so dis- big and was my it hands are so small. Belt? It was a uh, spark. Okay, it was disc. disc. Disc, yeah. I asked her the same question and got that same deer in the headlights look. It's so adorable. I just thought it was awesome because I don't have these big hands. They're kind of tiny. And I felt like I was... So she has tiny hands... And was holding a very large vibrating object <laughs> and getting excited. I said nothing. I did not draw these dots together. One goes to two, two goes to three, three goes to four. Oh, look at that oh, picture. <laughs> Came home all sweaty. You want to call that a cow? Is that the new name for it? <laughs> Get to K off the recording. <laughs> Oh my. <laughs> we are not paying. That wasn't sure 20 seconds. <laughs> that was not 20 seconds worth of oh my. He we're is good. famous for that. I'm not paying him. <laughs> we love you, George Guy. We uh, love you. Uh, Uncle George isn't known to sue people over oh my. We're good. <laughs> <sighs> At this point, I think he's probably like, it's an homage to me. <laughs> he probably does enjoy the ego stroking. And if uh, Matt was here, we'd talk about other stroking. Do, do we need Matt to wait for other strokings? No, just he's the one who would bring it up. Yeah, true. Tasha is learning that one of the vast important things of working from home is to take a break away from the computer. Yeah, Like OSHA recommends you to do. It, Nay, demands. Oh, she's more like guidelines. You are not a pirate panda. I could be. Then where's your eye patch? Damn. Trifle hat. Yeah. Or peg leg. I have spiky hair. Ah, uh, that reminds me of a terrible joke. Because <laughs> the spiky hair is just a, a punk saying. She's, she's a punker. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that that reminds me of a terrible joke, and I'm not going to take time to to drag it out and make it really good. But uh, man with a bald head and a peg leg sends off to a costume shop. He's like, "Hey, I need a costume that'll cover up the things that I don't want to present to people." And they send him the first. Uh, they send him the first costume. He opens it up, and it's a Buddhist monk. And it's like, "Yeah, the big uh, the big fluffy robes will hide your peg leg, and with your bald head, you just put a couple of dots on. You look amazing." Yeah. He's like, no, 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 I don't want to draw attention to my bald head. Okay, cool, Come back, try this one on. 
And he comes back out in his pirate costume. He's like, I do not want to emphasize my, my deficiencies. This uh, pirate costume emphasizes my peg leg. And the shopkeeper gets all upset and says, okay, you know what? Here, here's a tub of uh, caramel. And you just take the caramel, you put it on your bald head, you take your peg leg and shove it up your ass and go as a candied apple because I'm sick of your shit. (laughs) (laughs) And you can drag the joke out to make it funnier. All good comedians know this, but I'm not going to waste our time with that. (laughs) (laughs) Still good. Now, I have, and I haven't heard that one. For someone who used to tend bar and hear a lot of jokes, I've never heard that one before. Yeah. Uh, so, worth asking, what have you been doing this week in quarantine? Listening to an ungodly amount of YouTube, mostly about Magic the Gathering, and in that vein, EDH, also known as Commander. And... Rebuilding, retweaking, and thinking about possible Eldraine decks because Cthulhu? <laughs> Who doesn't want a Cthulhu deck? Come on, you know it would be green-black. That would be kind of fun. And honestly, I really like playing black, I've discovered. I'm that asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone wonders why on our Facebook group there was oh, the question. Asshole, oh look, it has your picture. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone wonders why on our Facebook there was the question of what color and uh, type of card would you be if you were Magic Gathering card, that was me. Which, you know, feel free to leave a comment. I'm still curious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, because I'd probably be a black enchantment because I'm annoying and I stick around. <laughs> I'm probably some terrible, like, red-green weenie that gets more powerful the longer it stays on the board. Because I'm not... I started out pretty ner- pretty nerdy, pretty pathetic, and now I'm running a podcast empire. Something about some second show. See, I can see <laughs> Tasha. Oh my god. Panda. She'd be a black white Burroughs card. <laughs> she'd be like a black white Burroughs. He'd be something like a suture priest. Comes out, looks all innocent, only caused a black and white to cast. Then you discover what it does and you want to hate it off the board. <laughs> Oh, they discovered no, our secrets. that thing! Oh god, they have a way of getting it back from the grave! No, because they're playing black! <laughs> I'm so powerful! I've been screwing around with, uh... There's <laughs> always the quiet ones. Yeah, there's always the quiet ones. <laughs> I've been screwing around with, uh, on Forge, again, Magic Gathering Forge, whatever, look it up in a Google search. It's a JavaScript program that lets you test decks and play decks against the computer. And I think they've got an online thing, but I never take it online because strange people live on the internet. <laughs> but live on uh, the internet. I mean, we're on the internet. I know. That's we are strange so... and unusual. But, uh, that was five seconds. <laughs> what? I think she was what? making an homage to something and thought that it would be copyrighted. Yeah. It yeah? would be. Huh? It's, from the, it's, it's from an 80s movie. You can quote I things. I not recognize. Oh. Yeah, you can quote things. You just can't, like, start singing Phantom of the can, Opera. Like, I, I don't think you can be a nerd if you didn't get that reference. 
I don't think you can call make that call because I'm not certain I got that reference. You sounded so much like yourself. Yeah. Say it again. Let us let us let's quote mine it. Go for it. Yeah. What are you calling us out she's, for? She's giving us the face of, oh my god, did I actually marry this man? I am strange and unusual. Nope, too broad. Yeah, it's without context, not, without not context, it's not enough. connecting. It's one of my favorite movies. Oh, it's it's, it's, it's a great, great quote, but yeah, it's really. Not it's a specific. great quote, but it's can't say his name three times. No, see, that's Beetle- that's there's there's not enough Beetle from juice. it. Yeah. There's not enough but, from it to tie yeah. it on, and it's overshadowed by more iconic scenes. That yeah. you could probably throw that into a quote uh, a quote search and come up with other movies that have said that. Probably. Actually, wow. because I have Google at my fingertips, it's Ooh, just. It's, what was it? I am strange and unusual? I am strange and unusual things. Not thanks. Not thanks, just I am strange and unusual. I am strange and I can tell you exactly which part of the movie that came from. I bet you can. I'm willing to bet it. So, yeah, it's coming up with I myself am strange and unusual. I too am strange and unusual. We're just going to go with I am. And. Oh, I myself am strange and unusual. Actually, yeah, that's the first thing that comes up is Beetlejuice. Oh, that's good. I mean, don't get me wrong, that's great. Yeah. It's just not it's just not iconic enough to immediately pull to it. I actually according to Google, it is iconic enough. But I'm just saying <laughs> that's why I drew a blank. Yeah. It's elsewhere. It, I can't it's, it's a good quote. You but, did good. It's a very good quote. But it's not necessarily what I think of when I think of that movie. You got, a so, you got a point. It is. Because it's at the beginning of the movie when they first moved into the house and she's reminiscing and the mother is like, oh God, this child, why? And that's not the part of the movie that you think of. You think of more when the couple have died and then Beetlejuice enters the... Oh God. If you haven't seen the movie, then you aren't allowed to listen to this podcast. Spoilers, <laughs> spoiler alerts for a 30-year-old movie? So, at least. I was going to say, yeah, it was made in the in the 80s, so... Anyway, uh, I think she's earned this. Bing! One nerd point. Yes! <laughs> so what about you, Tasha? What have you been doing to try and stay sane during this pandapocalypse? Well, I have branched out with my Amazon Music account, and I figured out who the hell Post Malone is, but he is not better than Ozzy, so I'm sorry for you younger whippersnappers that think he's awesome. He's from those Bud Light Seltzer commercials, the guy that is covered in tattoos. He's got facial tattoos. Yeah, I actually had to Google this, because I was like, who is this guy that, you know... I, Thanks to YouTube, there was a thing I'll just where, admit where somebody it. I, said I, that, oh, Post Malone's going to make this old guy popular, and I looked at it, it was like, that's Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy has been the god of metal for a while, yeah, and yes. I'm just like, 
Did you see that video? I also thought Post Malone was rap because most rappers are covered in no, tattoos. No, he's actually not a rapper. Really? He's not a rapper. Oh, Did I you see that, that music video where they got Jason Momoa and dressed him up like Ozzy Osbourne so that he's the front man of the Ozzy band during the Ozzy music video? No. Oh, it's Ozzy's a fun video. Ozzy's not going to be able to do very many more oh, yeah, he's, because of the Parkinson's, I believe. And yeah. Ozzy, this is a shout out to you. I love you. And uh, Do you think so, Ozzy listens to our podcast? Probably not, but oh, if he ever famous. did, I would just be happy because he bestowed so many happiness. Well, according to the Connection by 10, there is probably someone listening to the podcast who has a friend, 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 who has a cousin. Who was in a movie with Dennis Leary. (laughs) (laughs) No, Kevin Bacon. (laughs) Who who has a husband, who has a friend, who has an acquaintance that went to an Aussie concert. (laughs) (laughs) What does that make us? Close as a giant helmet. Nothing. (laughs) Nothing at all. Lone Star. No, but, you know, that's something that a lot of people on YouTube have talked about is once you get a certain age, you don't go out and explore the music genre. I have. Um, There's some that's out there that's great. Um, There's some really neat stuff. Yep, that was what we were trying to stop, but that's okay. Um, (laughs) There's some really neat stuff. There is some crap out there, and... um, or I guess I should just say, you know, it's just not for me. But I have ventured out, and I'm going to keep going down this rabbit hole and see what happens. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're listening to new music. <laughs> um, I personally haven't been listening to a lot of new music. I have, I have listened to, to some I new... I plan out like a new D&D campaign. I'd I love have, to. I have been listening to some new podcasts. I have been playing some more video games. I have been applying for more work, but, you know, that's, that's my own shame. Unless you guys out there want to, like, billions and billions of people start liking us and then donating us to our Patreon, because then I'll make money. But no, I, it's not going to happen until we become a better podcast. I was going to say, do, have we even made a pod- Patreon yet? Yes. Really? Absolutely. Oh, I didn't know that we already had one of those. We have one up and running. I don't have anything on it. I don't have any behind the scenes or anything for anybody yet, but it's just if somebody wants to kick us a buck, it is, it is there. But no, I'm not expecting it until we become a better podcast. We're still trash. We <laughs> don't deserve a dollar yet. We get 50 cents. We don't deserve a dollar yet. We get like on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. I thought we're still stuck on amateur night. I don't know. The, um, the sound quality says that we're at least somewhere. No. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I can listen to the podcast with headphones on not want to take it off every 10 seconds because, oh God, why? We've all, we've legitimately made me laugh a couple of times while I listen to the release. I sometimes want to kill us while I'm editing, but come on, that's just me. <laughs> but, but chipmunk laugh. Oh, God damn, that is true. So, uh, behind, <laughs> the scenes, behind the scenes, when I'm editing the podcast, I've been known to... Uh, Look through the podcast for bumps and thumps and clicks and gaps and peaks and things that would deafen you and you would not appreciate listening to. The stuff that's (laughs) generally nasty. Well, when I'm listening to it the final two or three times, I've listened to the show three or four times already. So I'll start listening at one and a half speed and we get chipmunk laughters and chipmunk 
people. And oh my god, the episode where we were talking about Mario Party and Candace threatened to stab someone at chipmunk speed is hilarious. If you've got nothing better to do during this time of quarantine, go back and listen to that episode at one and a half speed. He has that clip cut and saved, and one day I'm pretty sure and he's edited. going to... edited. Yes, and edited. So I'm sure one day he's actually going to probably like put it up somewhere where people can download it as like a ringtone. Uh, there's a there's another one that you're laughing so hard about the puckets. You say, I'm laughing so hard, why do my teeth hurt? Or something like that. And yeah. it was... It was absolutely adorable, that chipmunk speed. Oh, wife. Wife, talk more. I can use uh, your voice at chipmunk speed, too. <laughs> I'll pass. Oh. Oh. What if we just alter your pitch so that you sound really, like, high-pitched so you turn to panda bimbo? Oh. Just a high, a high, sque- a high squeaky pen- panda, panda tw- voice. Hi. <laughs> I mean... You have made my voice turn into, like, the Sesame Street cheerful voice. Oh, that, that was that was interesting. <laughs> it took some experimenting around, but we almost turned you into Elmo. Elmo has to rule the world and be your friend. Legally distinct from Elmo. Clomo. <laughs> Clomo, le- legally distinct from Elmo. And any other parodies of Elmo I can think of. Somebody copyright comb. <laughs> no, no, no. We first have to do Miss Pocket. That's right. Shut we, up, dog. We will figure out a way to make a uh, tutorial for how to make a Miss Pocket. She has to have her shiny, glittery lipstick and googly eyes because she likes to be pretty. You missed that night, didn't you? I did miss that. I missed something. I'm going to have to go back and, and listen to some podcasts. You have proven that you don't listen to the podcast. This Good. is unfortunate. I can talk shit about you on it. <laughs> Joking. Put the knife down. I, I love the eyebrows. <laughs> they shut up and then like, the what? eyes get wide. Like I'm serious. Again, I haven't even mentioned. I haven't even mentioned Fred on the podcast. <laughs> Don't worry, I already have a story online about me chasing someone with a knife, even though it was just a cheese knife. Was it the type with the little forks on it? That yes. Up? That's hilarious. Oh, that yes. makes the, that, now I want a, <laughs> I want a webcomic of these events more now than ever. Oh. Shut up, dog. How are you going to spray the dog for, through a blanket? First and foremost, there are gaps, and I have good aim. That's fair enough. Uh, I mean, but you don't have Tasha aim. No. (laughs) It works, he hates water. My dog is afraid of water. Which is hilarious, because most dogs, you'll do that, and they start to do that hum, 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 hum. He's terrified. He's terrified of water, and Puck, meanwhile, runs to the sink when I'm trying to shave. And he fell in the shower. <laughs> are you sure that like they have aren't brain swapped or something? I I think they do. Have... He actually plays fetch. Puck will actually fetch a ball, and I'm still That's trying to teach my dog how to do adorable. it. Adorable mouse don't get. He won't bring it back. He's great at keep away. He's not good at fetch. Whereas Puck will bring you the foam ball back. 
That's fucking adorable. And if he does, if you're not doing it fast enough, he will do it himself. He will toss the ball up, and he will go and fetch it himself, and he will... Do you remember when Oni was younger, and he would pick up the ball, and he'd run down the hall, and he hit the brakes? You know, like, cats can... Yeah. They hit that brake, and they're so fast that they start spitting out? Yes. He'd hit the brakes that hard, and then he'd let go of the ball. And half a second later, he's chasing the ball down the hallway. Yeah. My cat, Tosie. He's a moron, but lovable. He's named Tozy because when we found him as a kitten, his foot was injured and two toes fell off. He's fine. He doesn't even realize that he's not missing him. That's how young he was when he lost his toes. But his favorite thing in the world, favorite thing in the world, is any toy that has feathers on it. I got him this cheap-ass little dollar toy from... uh, Walmart with the one night, which is like this squishy rubbery tube in the middle that had like three feathers on each end of it and like three strings on each end of it and also got a brush and I wanted to brush him. Like he's a short hair, but he sheds like a maniac. So he's going through the Walmart bag and I'm brushing him because I think he's going after the catnip. No, he's going after the feather toy. So after getting brushed, he's rewarded with his feather toy. And he does, he picks it up and he grabs it by the feathers. And he is so happy at this point. He's throwing it into the air and then jumping up and catching it and throwing it and running after it. He plays with this toy so hard, he sits down and starts panting. He pants for like five, you know, ten seconds sits there for a second, goes back to the toy, starts playing again, wears him out to himself out to panting again, sits down. We have to take the toy away from him because panting is bad for cats. (laughs) (laughs) And then, so, okay, he finds where we put the toy. An hour later, I come back and there's not a feather to be found anywhere. He destroyed it and has the smuggest, most satisfied cat face I have ever seen. It's like the most satisfied face is like a guy that has just had a real, the world's most amazing blowjob. That's the kind of satisfied (laughs) face on this cat's face. Have I ever told you the story about Shahiro and mice? I don't think so, no. Okay, so, uh, what, two years before Daria came into life? Uh, we got this trailer. People can't see you nod on podcasts. It's an I'm audio sorry. medium. Yeah. Uh, two years before we got uh, Daria and Gizmo, we uh, got this trailer, and it was bad. There were mice coming in through the gaps with the pipes. I had to go back in and steal wool and all this mess. But for a good six months, we were fighting off, where are they coming from? And we have these wonderful cats, Oni and Chihiro, and both of them don't have their claws because they had a fungus when they were young. And Pseudomonas is a horrible thing, and it smells bad. Yeah, it was was bad. And we weren't certain they were going to be very good micers. Well, no, it turns out they were great micers. Oni used to leave Tasha the heads and tails. And Shahiro, on the other hand, turned out to be a miser extraordinaire with an interesting talent. Oh. 
She would catch the mice. She would play with the mice. Then she'd get tired, and she'd take the mice and put them in the bathtub so she could save them to play with for later. (laughs) Most of her mice didn't die because she ate them. They died from heart attacks. Or only taking them away from her. (laughs) I was going to say, uh, most of the time, prey of a cat actually dies from infection because... The bite wounds infect and basically cause cardiac arrest. So, in a way, you're correct. No, I had a cat. Her name was Bobby. Well, Bobbin, because she had a little short but three-inch tail. Pretty sure she was an offshoot of a Japanese bob breed. Sassy cat. Sassy cat. Anyways, mice got into the house at my parents because live in the woods and the same thing these tiny little cracks and holes and whatnot by the piping mice can compress root cages and get in fucking anywhere yeah you, you mm-hmm. end up having to stuff the gaps with steel wool to keep them out uh what we actually wound up doing was that expanding foam insulation oh okay that's, that's really good except yes. if the pipe ruptures and you got to pull the pipe out then you're pulling out a Chunk it, of the foam. It was, it was through a, just, uh, one of those concrete block things that yeah. make up a basement. Okay. Get those things. Cinder blocks! That's what they're called. So, basement, cinder blocks. You know, this is Ohio. We all have basements. What is the day? Cinder blocks. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay. So, I saw some mice get in the house, and with four cats... Somebody better catch this fucking mouse. So, Bob catches the mouse. And I see her walk, like, I'm in another room, and I just hear, What the hell is that? Go and find the cat. And Bill, these are all female cats, by the way. My brother named Bill. So, Bill is like, hey, what you got there, friend? You gonna share that? I'd like snack. You gonna share that? I wanna play. And Bob is like, I caught this bitch. Go away. She's growling with a mouse in her mouth. This is my mouse. Go away. Exactly. Fuck you. Go away. <laughs> so here, But here's the funny part. The front half of the mouse is in Bob's mouth. And her mouth is closed around it. And it's just the butt and the tail and the back legs hanging out of her mouth. So, she's, you know, keeping away because she's like, this is mine, fuck off. You know, Mm -hmm. my prey. I'm watching and I'm trying to get the mouse away because I don't want her to put it somewhere, forget about it, the thing dies or gets into something else because I don't care how small a mouse is, dead and rot, stinks, massive. I know that smell like nothing else. So, I'm... At one point, I noticed that the mouse's back legs start moving. Stop moving. Because she suffocated the mouse. <laughs> because the front half was in her mouth. Like, the That's entire all head. All she was getting was regurgitated CO2. <laughs> yeah. So, mouse is dead now because it's been suffocated by my cat. I'm just trying to get it so that I don't have a dead corpse in my house that the cats forget about. <laughs> So I look at her and she's standing there and she's looking at me and I'm just going, all right, Bob, you have two choices. 
You are either going to drop that mouse and give me that mouse, or you're going to eat that mouse. And she looks at me and just starts to chew. And just the last bit I see is that bit of that tail just go in her mouth like a piece of spaghetti. I'm like, I mean, I I gave you the option of eat the mouse or give me the mouse. You chose eat the mouse. I I can't argue with this. You took an option. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck you and your options. I'm eating it. My another satisfied cat. I love cats. Cats, cats know more than we give them credit for. Oh, they are intelligent. Did you know there was a there's a a study done on dogs last year, and dogs can have a vocabulary of like five thousand words. Oh, I'm sure of it. It was really cool. They set up these these you know the tap lights. Yeah. Set up something like the tap lights. Colored tap lights with yeah, like words. Simon. With, with words. And they're Simon like, says. they tell the dog, okay, you want to do blank. I'm not going to say anything like W-A-L-K with my dog half asleep over there. Yeah. You, you say spaghetti and the dog goes, oh, boop. And hits the, hits the thing. And if they hit the thing, they get the reward of. Okay. The dog that they were working with, uh-huh. one, of, one of like the three dogs they were teaching to find a figure out, mm-hmm. would get to the point where the dog would get the... Uh, Researcher's attention and go up and hit. Take me walk. Oh, take name walk. Give me treat. Crazy. Yeah. So. Was it a poodle or like a husky? It or was a retriever no? of some sort. Okay. Yeah. It was. It was either a retriever or a shepherd, like a German shepherd or one okay. of those. But it was. It was a working breed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I one hundred percent believe that. Mouse the other night, uh, you know, it's, he's. We deal with an insomniac lap dog of a Great Dane, because uh, give him the choice all day long. It's hot outside. I don't want to be outside. I want to be inside in the air conditioning, sleeping while you guys are in the same room. Yeah. And so, if he has his choice, he doesn't go outside. He doesn't play enough. He doesn't sleep through the night. So the other night, Tasha's asleep. Daria's asleep. Mouse is making noise. I let him out and I say, okay, I'm tired of this. Go to sleep. If you don't, if you wake me up one more time, if you make the, you start barking in the middle of the night one more time, you're going to stay outside. And he's just sitting right down next to his kennel, ready to go to bed. He's like, nope, I'm going to bed. He didn't make a peep the rest of the night. Yeah. They're smarter than they look. Still say cats are smarter. Oh, absolutely. I 100% agree with that. I had a cat that figured out how to open up the doors. You've heard the, you heard the old joke? I open up our door because that's where I kept losing him because he was starting to go to hiding and didn't realize it was still because he was just yeah. getting... He was getting the, that time. He was mm-hmm. getting that time and um, I was looking for him and I couldn't find him and finally I heard this cry and I thought we had the whole incident where Gizmo got trapped in a house. And we thought it was the same thing with Oni. And sure enough, he was in a drawer. So I opened the drawer and there's my cat. I'm just like, oh, you managed to get in there and got stuck. He he always liked to, to find himself a comfy spot to be alone. Because yeah. back when I had your the, the armoire from your dad, he used to go and pop the door open and sleep on my long sleeve shirts. And I'm sure those long sleeve shirts were the opposite color of what he was. Because that's how he cats He was work. a black cat. 
And yes. they were shirts in my closet. We're good. <laughs> okay. This is true. You might have had a job that said you have to wear a white or like a light blue shirt if or I something had a, like if that. If I had a job company. shirt, it would be hanging up, not folded in the lawnmower. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. I agree. I do completely agree. Uh, my mother-in-law bought me a shirt that says, uh, I wore black until I make a darker color. Yeah, now I, I like want to get shirt. one of those... Uh, Black 3.0s and acrylic a shirt darker than black. <laughs> it's not darker than black. It just reflects less light. She's going to have a cannerism now. <laughs> I just want... Uh, did you see you that? Opened uh, up the cannerism. Never mind. We'll talk about it off I, there. I have seen a YouTube video of someone painting with it. And it's... It looks like it's darker than black, quote unquote, just because it just absorbs more light. It, because it's that matte. Yeah, it's really all it comes down to. I I agree, but I've got to make one of those shirts just to prove my mother-in-law right. Okay. Uh, so Tasha, watch anything fun on Netflix? You gonna talk about it? I will talk about it. I double gutter. <laughs> <laughs> so my Facebook feed blew up the last two days with you gotta watch this thing called Tiger King. If you haven't seen it, it's a train wreck. You cannot look away from. Oh, you could try, but it's you like can a fail. seven episode train wreck. It, is it, it on YouTube or stop. it's on Netflix? It, it's on okay. Netflix and you can't I'm, stop watching it. I and I just want to say this statement. I'm safe from this. I'm pretty sure a lot more people should have gotten punished besides <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Joe Exotic. He, named, he changed his name to Joe Exotic. Do you 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 watch YouTube? Do you ever watch John Oliver's uh, this week tonight YouTube videos? I don't think so. Okay, because I know John Oliver covered him, and that's where I first ran into this uh, weird guy. Okay, but um. I don't know why, but you I'm say just, Joe, and the first that thing that comes to mind is JoJo's strange adventure. On when I hear Joe, point. the first thing I think of is uh, Joe Camel or Snoopy doing the "Here's Joe" flying ace. So or Cotton Eye Joe. I watch things that was like you gotta watch this, you gotta watch this. It's it's this, it's that, and, and you go in with this mindset. I honestly want to say, and I've watched some really weird stuff. I think that was my number one weirdest thing to watch. Um, and. And? And I'm just, I still can't wrap my mind about what I watch. I mean, once you see it, you can't unsee it. You need brain bleach. You need eye bleach. You need bleach so, everywhere. Okay, they were all so a bunch it, of... Okay. First and foremost, just, he's, he's... as confusing as Fooly Cooly? No, it's... It's, okay. it's Redneck Jerry Springer Big Tiger's thing. Okay? What? Yeah, it's okay. a what? Joe Exotic is a homosexual who owns... A tiger park zoo thing okay. with 250 tigers. 
and gets into a feud with this lady who owns Big Cat Rescue, who's an evil bitch. And eventually she goes, he goes to jail for uh, 22 years for plotting to have her murdered. Yes, this whole murder for hire. Murder for hire, gays, not gays, rednecks, I'm going to shoot stuff and it explodes. And there's guns everywhere, and they blew something up in an episode or two, like they shot Tannerite. It was yeehaw! <laughs> it just, it's one of those you really have to see it to believe it. Because I didn't think it was that big of a train wreck. I was... I've got two friends that have watched it twice because there's things they picked up, and I'm like, one was enough for me, I'll be honest. One ride was enough, I'm not going to go again. He I will made find music else. videos. Which, according to people who had the behind-the-scenes proof, somebody else sang his music videos for him. Somebody else wrote the music, the songs for him. But he would make the music videos like the the woman he was feuding with, where he's got a mannequin looked like her head on a platter with meat, and he's feeding the meat to the tigers like he's feeding her to the tigers. It's crazy. It's out there. I think I'm better off having not seen this. I did not see that coming. Zeke Hale, Zeke Hale. Oh, wrong podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Nation. Uh, I was going to say, the other thing that I'm really addicted to, though, that's uh, on Netflix that I actually find enjoyment on um, is Bright. And I do know there's a lot of nerds out there that just threw that under the bus, ran it to the ground, and I get it, but I just love it. There's just something about the action story. I will thoroughly admit, I consider Bright a B movie. I like B. I consider Bright a B movie. However, Bright is a Shadowrun B movie goldmine. I love it. It's great. It's not good. It's not amazing. Now that you've said Shadowrun, now I'm interested. <laughs> but I love it. No, okay, so totally it's an alternate. It. It's an alternate world where orcs are thi- are there. Okay, fairies are there. Okay, magic is there. Elves Got are there. Hooked. And Will Smith plays a cop, and his partner is the first orc on the squad. Yes, and he gets shot by an orc. Awesome. And then Will Smith and his life. orc partner have to go find what happened with. A magic wand that apparently, if you can if you can use the wands, you're golden. If you can't use the wands, they make you explode. It's fucking crazy. It's I, great. I need this in my life. It is amazing, and you're coming over this weekend to watch it. All right. Awesome. There we go. Spirit uh, of quarantine. <laughs> we are, we are <laughs> less than 10, ten people, and Our we are in a less than ten. At this point, I kind of feel like it's like, yeah, this is... This, this is a second home. There's enough of my skin cells wandering around this house that if, if anyone were to be implemented in a murder, they'd just be going, we need your fingerprint so that we can just not count you. Yeah. That'll never happen because, you know, we dispose of murder weapons properly. Oh, I mean, that'll never happen because we're sane and Smart individuals. Of course that would never happen because we know pig farmers. I was going to say, we know a pig farmer can take out the tea so it doesn't hurt the piggy's digestion. Oh, guys. Now you're going to make people wonder, are we telling the truth or are we talking about that Science of the Lambs movie? It wasn't Science of the Lambs, it was Snatch. Both. <laughs> it 
It's actually no. a true story of a woman that did this in it was the in, early It was in Red Dragon. They mentioned it. 20s. Oh, I forgot about that. You're right. It was mentioned in Red Dragon. No, there was a woman that actually committed multiple, multiple, multiple uh, orders of uh, life know, insurance fraud and theft uh, that was because part she of the... put in a put an ad in the newspaper. This is like the early 1900s. We're right back into Tiger King because that's what he said the crazy woman who ran Big Cat Rescue did to her husband. She felt that he said he fed her fed her her husband to the tigers. Huh. It's a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is a woman that was committing life insurance fraud, like in the early nineteen hundreds. Like she, oh, yeah, one of those crazy women that, like, her first husband. They're like, yeah, she actually probably poisoned him and collected the insurance, and then like, even the kids. It's oh. So, the entire story is much better told by not me, and instead go and listen to the most recent episode of the Lore Podcast, because I'm plugging one of my favorite podcasts now. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. We'll plug them all, they want, all we want, and uh, maybe someday they'll plug us back. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like Aaron Mankey's Lore podcast. I fucking love that thing because I'm sitting there at work, you know, listening to these grim stories and it has this beautiful little soundtrack in the back of it. I'm just like, oh god, I love the way his voice sounds. That's so horrible. Do you remember when Do you remember when BuzzFeed was mostly only known for making funny videos on the internet? Yes. Back in the day they did one where uh are you the creepy friend or are you the morbid friend? And it was the, the cute little Asian girl yeah. uh, doing stuff like inner monologues about, oh, that's really pretty. I wonder what my insides look like and that sort of thing. Yes. Yeah. You've turned into that inside the while you're listening to the lore podcast. <laughs> that, that only happened when I was listening to the lore podcast? No, I said you turned into that while you were listening to the lore podcast. You get your face mask. You put it on for a minute. Ah, uh, okay. Or your hat, whatever you want to call it. Uh, let's see. Um, I've been playing a little bit of game control on the PlayStation Network or PlayStation Now. That's pretty cool. Um, I had to try I Am Bread finally. I Am Bread. It is stupid. Um, is this like anything that's... Ridiculous sounding like the Goose game, but it's actually a really good game and amazing. It's popular enough. Other people have play, done live streams and what have you. Uh, I loved watching uh, the guy from uh, Team Four Star do it while he's voicing Vegeta and all, all his fuck ups. Oh yeah, I. But you're you're playing the game and you're you're a piece of bread and you got four shoulder buttons. Okay. As you hold the shoulder button, it holds down whatever corner of the bread. And you use the analog sticks to make the bread throw its weight around. And you're trying to get the bread from plate into toaster. It's stupid. Okay. It's random. What was the game that was getting frustrated okay. at that we played with the family? It uh, was probably Mario Party. Party. Overcooked 2. That was insane. Overcooked 2. And I want to get one more person. If, if Matt had showed up tonight and we finished the recording on early schedule never going to happen. No. I would have been like, we need to get the four of us to play this game because it's a stupid three-button game. It's analog stick, pick stuff up, and action. But you're trying to run a kitchen. Okay. 
And like your first, the first two, three uh, levels, your only recipes are tomato soup and onion soup. It takes three chopped onions, put them in the pot, and get it out the door. Okay. It sounds really simple. But it it's sounds raw. really simple. But if you leave the onions cooked too long, it sets on, it catches on fire. <laughs> and then I say wonderful, colorful words like motherfucker and oh dear God, the stupid cut video game. And we're trying to play this with our daughter at the time. It's hilarious. So my nine-year-old now goes, I'm not allowed to say those words. And my mom's, no, no, you're no, not. No. Oh, oh, I am so proud. Your mother, my mother-in-law, has accidentally taught my daughter a hilarious uh, fake swear. Except it's not a fake swear. No, it's not. <laughs> my daughter is one. saying Shiza. <laughs> And my German is fairly good, and Candace's German is fairly good, and my daughter is getting screamed at for cussing in German. She's done a very good job here lately of, she'll say it, oh, Shiza, oh, I can't say that. It's hilarious. It's adorable. Oh. It is so wrong. I mean... I could swear in front of her in Polish, and I'm willing to bet she wouldn't be able to pronounce the words back. So if you want to try that. <laughs> My biggest fear is that we have just enough Germans in Texas. She's going to say she's... that in the wrong place, and someone's going to look and go, what? Like, I had a friend who said, you're never going to use German in Texas. Bullshit. On graduation day, we're doing the pre- uh, the pre- practice the dress rehearsal yeah for graduation and all of a sudden my friend ian comes running up brian 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 i need you what's up he leads me across the parking lot and sure enough you you, you ever been to the civic center yes okay you know what's right across the street from the zoo yeah i had to give directions on how to get to the to the zoo okay to these wonderful german tourists that's great. <laughs> On graduation day. <laughs> They're like, you're never going to use this when you get out of high school. Describing. <laughs> the perfect story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, it's okay. One of the longest conversations I could have had with a German person was while I was in Greece because they were also on vacation. You know, it's it's a terrible thing to admit, but we we've both discussed this outside of the podcast, but I have a tendency of absorbing accents of those around me. Yeah, I've done that in London. Yeah, we we've talked about this. I told you about the story about the Scottish guy I used to play Borderlands yes. too with. But uh my grandfather he he was always made fun of because he had a very white accent in Hispanic San Antonio. Because his grandfather, who raised him, was Navy. Yep. So Grandpa ends up working for the... Radio. Radio for the Air Force. And he has a Casey Keenum uh, accent. That Northwestern, yep. Middle America... Just stereotypical, hey there, how you doing there, uh, radio accent on Central East, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> He's, he sounded like me. Yeah, really, <laughs> truthfully. Uh, we go to D.C. while I'm in high school. 
and we pair off my cousin with her mom, my younger brother with my mom, with my mom, my older brother with my, or not my older, but the older of my two brothers with my grandpa, me with my grandma. The only people that could ask for directions. Cause you aren't asking like this, y'all. Grandpa and I. Shut up. People wouldn't. Wouldn't give you, the rest you, of the family. You don't have that kind of twang. Admit it. I will get a twang when I'm tired. Get her tired. Get her angry. It's the most adorable thing because now you got a panda with a draw. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Pick up the accents of those around us. Just imagine, you know, when things mm. can go. Anybody else have a favorite accent they like to play with? I don't have a favorite accent, but for the longest time, uh, people here in Texas didn't understand what I was talking about when I was talking about Sahas. Because a lot of my family's from Louisiana. And Sahas? Sahas. Sahorse. Oh, okay. That's okay. Finally, I had somebody in ag ask me, Are you talking about them sawhorses? I said, It's a Sahas. And they're like, where are you from? And I said, I'm from here, Texas, but my family is from Louisiana. That's where I would spend my summers. It's what I would do. And we had farms, and you had the chickens and the cows, and so they're very country. And you've got, um, they weren't Cajun. If you said that, they would slap you across the face. That was something completely different. Arcadians. But um, they, it was just one of those... They have different it's like calling words. Someone Italian, and they're like, "No, I'm Sicilian." Yeah, yeah. It's 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 like a racist kind of connotation yeah. to it. So you got to be careful what you say. And I grew up because you know when they're saying, "Can you please put this on the sauce?" You just put the board on the thing, and it was just I didn't know it was a sawhorse until I was thirty years old, and somebody told me it is a sawhorse. It's a horse. It makes perfect sense once you put one and one together to make it does, two. It does, it does, but you don't think about different dialects yeah. until somebody's like, what are you talking when about? When I was in high school, we had a I, – I took four years of uh, junior ROTC because I really thought I was going to go military. And Major Gunter walks in and he writes a quatrain on the board. Okay. And it's got stuff like Seville, like the like the Barber Seville. Yeah. Uh, Seville, Dar – Day go. Okay. And then he's like, can any of you guys translate this? We have people in here that speak all these languages. I know uh, Brian over there is taking German and uh, Latin and Spanish, and you speak French, and uh, you're over there. You speak Mandarin and Cantonese because your family are from over there. Can any of you translate this? No, none of us could translate it. They said, here, let me read it aloud for you. Save all of Billy Dare to Go. Thousand buses in a row. <laughs> it was just thick accent. Yeah, thick draw. Mm-hmm. And writing it out. And he said, if I'm supposed to teach you effective communication, I have to teach you how to effectively communicate. And how you learn to do that is by removing things like this from your communication and speaking in a more uniform manner. <laughs> I loved Major Gunter. He was amazing. Yeah. No, uh, honestly, when I was in um, London, England, of all places, because 
I have to say London and England because there are Londons in other parts of the world. There's a London, Texas. Yes, there is. I believe there's a London, Ohio as well. Oh, there's a parish, Texas. Anyways, continuing on with the story. The place that I had the hardest time understanding through that British accent was when I would go to fast food places. And you would have the people that were transplant there from, like, India. Since, you know, since I was for a long time, the sun never sets on the British Kingdom. Yeah, there's people you know, from all so over there. There's a lot of transplants. And the oddest thing was, is to me that the darker skin, which I assumed at the time at least were, like, Indian transplants, had the thickish British accent I had ever heard, and I could barely understand them through it. The only reason that I was able to get through it is because I'm at a Burger King. I can at least say I want a number one with cheese, you know? Like, we're both speaking English here. Mm-hmm. Why can't I understand you? You know, uh, there were some linguists studying Shakespeare's original writings, and they're like, you know... He made words up. It, it, it would be a... Uh, <laughs> It might be a more effective way to think of his pronunciation as closer to a southern drawl than anything else. I don't know that I believe them, but I can't say that it's not impossible. It's an interesting idea to hypothesize on. That's generally what I think about those. Uh, let's see. Also uh, say he had a lisp. <laughs> I started reading Sluggy Freelance again. I'd stepped away for a year and then completely forgot to go back and check it. And then it's, oh, it's intimidating and I don't have time for five years of nifty darn comics. And now I'm only two years behind. So I picked it up for the first time since 2014. <laughs> Good news is it's something to do during quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? No, the oddest thing is, is when I'm up in Ohio, I never notice any of the oddities of my speech pattern. Like, I'll have, I sometimes have a certain way of saying, like, my or ma. Just, like, there's little ahs on the end of words that I know other people are like, you don't say it that way. Uh, I was like, listening I to... I don't have a draw. I don't have a southern draw, but there's definitely an accent that I sometimes notice myself going, I was I, listening I to... I pattern of speech. That's different. I was listening to a podcast, and they were trying to talk about uh, the only thing that anybody's talking about right now. Coronavirus. COVID-19. 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 Why do I sound like I'm from Jersey or Boston all of a sudden? <laughs> COVID. <laughs> and then, of course, there's the eternal oh. argument. What is an animated image that repeats itself after a short period of time? It's a cartoon. And what is it if it's on the internet and they made a meme out of it? It's a GIF. A GIF. Because it's a G, therefore it's a hard sound. <laughs> if you wanted to be pronounced GIF like the peanut butter, you should have spelled it with a J. I completely the agree. The way that we pronounce Java. It's not Gava because it's like the agave fruit. No, it's Java because it is spelled with a J, therefore GIF spelled with a G. G is <laughs> I completely... <laughs> 
I completely agree with you, and anybody who disagrees with you is wrong. (laughs) I completely agree with you, and anybody who thinks otherwise is wrong. But there are people that do think otherwise, and for them, I argue, Jif peanut butter. Exactly. Gif is a thing. Everybody else is wrong. Peanut butter sandwich after this, but I like mine extra crunchy because I'm a heathen. I will say, if it's not Jif, I can actually taste the difference. And the worst peanut butter, like I will put up with having Skippy. Skippy is a second choice. If I cannot I can't have do Skippy, Jif, I can't I'll, do Skippy. No, no, no. Do you want to know what's the worst peanut butter? Peter Pan. Peter Pan of the name brand peanut butters is the worst peanut butter. Uh, I will fight you. You know what? I don't think I've ever tried Peter Pan peanut butter. I'll give you a life hack. It's extra greasy. Ew. It's kind of sweet and it kind of has this, even the creamy has this weird grit to it because like, yeah, it has this weird sandy bit to it. I think because they try to put in more sugar to it, like granulated sugar, so it has this weird just texture to it. That's yeah, and it's because it's greasier. It's greasy and it's gritty and it's horrible. I will give you a life hack for anybody living in at least our neck of the woods, and it might be for other people out there. If you're a new parent. Many times you can just sign up for, and as long as you're not making terribly much, and at the time we weren't, uh, you can get put on the WIC program to help make sure that your child or your nursing mother are getting plenty of nutrition. Yeah. And these are specific items, okay? You can't use this for anything. You can use it for a and loaf of bread of this size. cigarettes with it, but you can certainly buy... A loaf of bread this size. Gallon of milk this percentage this size. Yep. Most of your vegetables are covered. Peanut butter. Uh-huh. Reese's peanut butter comes in the appropriate size jar. And that was the best peanut butter. Now, we, we keep Jif around the house because I like a bigger, big old jar of peanut butter. Because when I eat peanut butter, I, I eat peanut butter. I Jif. Jif but is the bomb. Reese's was an amazing peanut butter. But they don't come in big enough jars for me to eat Sandy. seven sandwiches in one night because I was hungry. That's <laughs> <laughs> ah, great, though. <laughs> No, sometimes when I'm cooking dinner, and you know when you're cooking dinner, and you're hungry, and you want to eat some of it, but you're like, that meat is still raw? Nope. Possessed cat water is now decided to fill up the bowl. Good for it. (laughs) The ghost wants on the podcast now. First the dog, then the cat, now the ghost. (laughs) Well, the ghost didn't introduce itself, so it's not allowed to be on the podcast. Well, I would say also the ghost of Oni, because it didn't have the cat waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're, you're you're cooking dinner, you're looking at it, and you're like, the meat's not done yet, and if I eat too much of the meat, then it's not enough to... Pat out the dish. And- yeah. So, you know, you have all your ratios and you can't start nibbling on anything. And you're like, but if I start eating some of this, then I'll be too full. Spoonful of peanut butter. 
it's really good at fooling the system and it's delicious. Like I will take a, a spoonful or two of peanut butter because that you get that sugar hit, you get a little bit of that protein hit, it's tasty, and then you're like, I can continue cooking dinner without being a monstrous angry poor. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, ever, being hangry sucks. Yeah, you, sucks. Ever, you ever be hangry trying to cook dinner, and then someone comes into the kitchen and is like, I just want to get something out of the fridge, and you're like, this, this is the kitchen in the apartment, and it's tiny. There's room for one cat. <laughs> I am Zool. Get out of my kitchen. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. We had a one butt kitchen in an apartment. Uh huh. That is one of my favorite things about owning, air quotes, a house. Uh, we could shop around and get a big kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I am looking forward to when I eventually upgrade to housedom and we'll get a house that will not, or if be real, will not have a galley kitchen. Because I'm not putting up with that shit. I don't know what a galley kitchen is. Those your, kitchens your that just look like a hallway. Kitchen. Oh god, I hate I hate her kitchen. She hates her kitchen too. Yeah, those weird hallway kitchens. I do like some of the storage things that come in those kitchens out of necessity. Yeah, but they get innovative. We could we could, but we could, we could retrofit so those into our big butt kitchens because you know I love my kitchen that can fit like six six angry butts in there. Yeah. Oh, my mom's kitchen. I love that thing. I like the way our it's, house is set up because mm. with the Thanksgiving when we can occupy both tables and everybody can still talk without talking over each other and everybody's cooking because of card tables, it was great. If there is one thing that I could take from my mom's house and transplant into another house is a kitchen similarly designed to hers. It doesn't have to be as big because her house is huge. I don't need a house that huge. But I want a kitchen that at least in the middle of it has an island. Heaven? Oh, I would love those. Oh, Do you yeah. remember when we were house hunting in that ca- that house that was nothing but kitchen? Like the living room was so absorbed into the kitchen that we were like, where would we even put the the, the recliners kind of thing? Uh-huh. But this, that, it had I this. I love those open concepts. It had this like four foot island that had the stove yeah. in the middle middle of it. It no, was great. My mom's uh, island. Uh, when the house was first built, everything was just you know that normal plastic. You forget what it's necessarily called, but that normal countertop stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, as she's gotten older, they've slowly upgraded the house to things they can afford. Right now, she has this beautiful single-cut slab of dark green granite island in the middle of the kitchen. That this thing is like this almost onyx black with green veining through it. Oh, Yeah, and she keeps it polished, too. This thing is gorgeous. And I'm just like, I want that. Island, <laughs> like it's my grandmother's the size. Kitchen. I almost want almost a kitchen like my grandma's. A, uh, like decent sized kitchen table, and it's just got storage underneath. But for food prep, like when she makes bread dough, 
like you're just put you just throw down flour on the top of that thing and you're kneading your dough on top of that granite and it's great love that countertop <laughs> my uh my grandmother's kitchen is it's kind of narrow half a room size narrow not a galley kitchen but it's kind of narrow yeah and the stovetop is gas stovetop counter style stove so it's got uh, cabinets underneath it. I'm not fond of those, but I see their place. And then immediately to the left is the table that's okay. almost like a bar. Okay. Because the dining room is an enclosed where they enclosed a garage. Okay. So it's got that whole walk around table, and then that's got shelving underneath the table, and you sit on bar stools at the table. Yeah. And Immediately behind the stove, you could just take three steps, maybe, to turn around, and there's the oven. And then she got a double oven. Ah, nice. And, yeah, you know, her sink's a little small. It's a little narrow. But I love that kitchen because I grew up in that kitchen. We all love our parents' kitchen. Yeah. My daughter's going to... it was big enough that she was teaching me how to cook in that kitchen. My daughter's going to want a a wide-open, massive kitchen because where is she learning to cook? Kitchen that has elbow room for days. Yeah. Like, I I just don't like my current kitchen because... It's an apartment kitchen and has no ass room. It, yeah. That, it doesn't have storage. Like, and here's the part that bugs me the most about it, is that my washer and dryer are technically in my kitchen. Yeah. And I have an old washing machine that... When I'm washing clothes, I can hear them through the entire apartment. Yeah. And that's obnoxious. And it's yeah, still... Like when this house you were looking at, they had a washer works. and dryer in the kitchen. I didn't like it, though. It was tacky. Yeah. Mm, it's, it's like... not bad, but it's just... It, it's modeled after these efficiency studio places. Where your I kitchen and your and, and your washing room, your washroom are all crammed in one section, so you could have an open floor space elsewhere. And I just dumped the hell out of stuff. Yep, it, that's exactly what ours is. It's not an efficiency; it's just a one bedroom. Mm-hmm. I mean, our bedroom is nice and big. I have a walk-in closet. It's a nice place for where I'm at, but I I've grown up in a house. My parents bought a bigger house and moved here, and now I'm in apartments, and I'm like, you know, I get this is where I'm at in my life, but I'm going to get a house. <laughs> I love our Frankenstein house. <laughs> I love our Frankenstein house. There's I like nothing. the fact that from the street, our house looks like it's the smallest, but our house is actually the biggest house on our street. It's just, it goes back, and people don't think it goes back. <laughs> yeah, those are always adorable because it's like, oh, you poor thing, and they're like, oh, 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 it just goes <laughs> on and on and on. It's like, no, just walking back. I, I back. almost feel bad that Mouse has a small backyard until you remember that, given his choice, Mouse will sleep on his doghouse. Yeah, he thinks he's Snoopy. <laughs> <laughs> he would rather sleep on his doghouse than run around the yard. Lazy dog. So, say, are you sure he doesn't have some greyhound in him? Nah, no. <laughs> he just, uh, it's the Dane in him. He'd rather be a lapdog. They think they're poodles. And poodles think they're terriers. <laughs> oh, 
and chihuahuas think they're the shit. Chihuahuas. I hate yeah. chihuahuas. Yeah. Furniture. So, um, pee everywhere. We we've rambled and talked and gone over some of what we're doing for around about an hour, and it's about where we usually stop. So I'm going to go ahead and open it up. Is there any last comments, thoughts, observations? The other thing I'm going to do uh, with the quarantine is I'm getting my baritone fixed so I can play it, and I'm also coloring my morbid coloring books. I, I colored dead things. I can't help it. I'm probably going to do some more research on how to figure out better the the ratio of creatures to spells to land specifically for an EDH deck. Okay, I get it's a third of land, but what about everything else? I want to be able to figure out that balance without looking at a build. It depends on the deck. It does. Because, like, with the slivers, I can definitely overload that thing with creatures. Yes. So, I'm having to learn that same balance now with sorceries, enchantments, and instants and stuff, Mm -hmm. because I'm used to a deck that could be a good 60% creature. Yeah. But it's not working out quite that way, but... Yeah, uh, and that's why we have experiment, and I'm probably at some point going to be playing one deck versus the other deck. Oh, and my Rakdos deck? I forgot to order Rakdos, the showstopper, so right now it's a uh, sticky note with the root written on it on the back of a, of a forest. I'm like, can I proxy this? Everyone was like, it's an 80-cent card. Yes, go ahead, proxy it. But, oh god, I wiped a board with that nice. is a fact because he has an enter the battlefield effect which says for every non-demon devil or imp uh, card flip a coin destroy it when the coin flip comes up tails I'm gonna have to at the very least I know it what to do with my slivers great. I know what to do with my slivers I- I've got a sideboard card for that mm-hmm. xenograph see mine's Clark's thumb all cards on the table are this type as well as. Oh, no. <laughs> Screw you. I don't want your sliver group hug. Oh, but we'll, 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 turn, we'll, we'll just take your, your demon immunity to your thing. And all of my slivers are also <laughs> demons. Now they're demonic slivers. So they're the long-nosed sliver things with horns. I will find someone at the table and I will politic with them and I will get them to destroy They're already me. going to hate me, so it's going to work out. <sighs> That's okay. I have the other Rakdos show. I am show. so mad. So, uh, the other Rakdos that I'm just putting in the deck that says, this comes on the table. Destroy half of all creatures. I am so mad that, like, <laughs> I, the, the, the only time I've managed to actually go and play with people. Okay, I've got two commander decks built. I had eight. Fairly, like, low-key elf deck. Yes, it was an elf deck that could go crazy, but it wasn't an aggressively elf elf deck. And I have a sliver deck that's tuned the hell out of, and I'm ready to play with that any time. You might not want to play the slivers. You're trying to make a good first impression. Great advice. (laughs) I'm not talking like people. No, 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 I get it. I get it. I get it. I sat down at the table, though, and... All the aggression came my way. You're playing elves. We gotta slow you down. 
Because you blew up. You have like 37 creatures on the field. Of course we're going to blow you up. I only blew up. I only blew up because I was at 13 life left. I could have played around and had fun with a slow, relaxed game because this deck's not that fast at the time. Now it's fast. Now it's a green, right, rise, the redeemed elf deck. I will have so many elves on the field by turn three. And yet you don't want to come to FNM when you're building these decks. I don't, Sunday I is don't the like, for fun night. I don't FNM like those people that take it too seriously. They're not taking and it too seriously. And every time I go to the game shop on a Friday night, hmm. there are too many people there. It just still makes me feel... That's just how FNM works. I know, but they, but I, too many people, I get uncomfortable, and it's like. But eh. this culture also has changed. Like FNM is no longer like your standard sixty, you know, deck. It's not modern. It is commander. So well, one of it these times, changed. one of these times, Tasha gets to go back to her massage job, and mother-in-law wants to watch the kid on a Friday night. Maybe I'll try and swing by, but Friday nights are just not great nights for me sneaking out of the house. At least not without a child attached to my hip. Hey, Dari, you want to learn how to play Magic the Gathering? You'll never have access. You'll never be good on drugs because all your money will go to cars. <laughs> There's a reason it's called cardboard crack. I know it. <laughs> well, um, as much as this is all sorts of like skirting the line of a HIPAA violation, uh, Tasha went to the doctor this week and we talked to him a little bit. And I just want to tell everybody kind of something he told us is, you know, it's really the old people and uh, like diabetics and immune deficiencies are going to have a lot of problems. So if you're those people and you already know it, you're not learning anything new from us. If you're not, I'm not saying don't quarantine. I'm not saying go out and be stupid. I'm not saying, but I am saying. Be cautious. You don't have to worry. You don't have to stress. You don't have to panic. Don't do what I did, right? You will. <laughs> Get everything ready. Make sure all the finances are there to, but, to have your funeral, what you want to say, what you want to have done. I legit did that because I'm an asthmatic. I'm not going to lie. I panicked 100%, refused to even go outside for a little bit. You don't have to get all suicidal and panicky. Go outside to your backyard. Just keep a social distance of six feet if you are going to see somebody. But it's cool to walk your dog. Don't push 86-year-old women down in the hospital. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, just in general, take it serious. Stop buying all the toilet paper. Take it serious, but you're not trying to prep for the apocalypse. You're trying to prep for a couple of weeks. You're not prepping for the end of the world because we're not going anywhere. We're going to get through this. Yep. Uh, be excellent to one another. Isn't that what you said a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, but I was going to say look on the bright side because you don't mind. Always look on the bright side of copyright infringement. (laughs) 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 On that happy note, I think we'll get ready to sign off. Um, The music is, of course, uh, provided to us by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. The intro is Faster Does It. The exit is Dark Sea Land. And uh, wash your fucking hands. Wash your hands. Don't just sneeze into your shirt. Don't touch your face.
<laughs> Don't touch your fucking face. And remember, just because you're social distancing doesn't mean you don't have a fucking phone. Yeah, you we can call people. We live in the internet world. We can still talk to our friends, even from our houses. I love you guys all. You're great people. Um, I'm not moving any bodies for you guys unless you're Patreons. Then we'll talk about that later. Uh, (laughs) Have a good day, everybody. See you next week.